Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We are talking about the things that we've learned from children. Those life lessons that their youthfulness has taught us or reminded us about ourselves. Uh, we've got some great text messages coming in at 905-338-1250. Feel free to send us a message. Uh, Sylvia says she loves how honest they are. Oh, yeah. They can be sometimes honest to a fault. I've had some moments. My kids have had some moments where you're like, okay, love that you're being honest. Maybe we need to reframe how we say some of these things, though. Producer Mike, any other text messages that have come in about lessons learned from children? Yeah, we've got one here from Mary. She says every time she brings her grandkids to the park, she's reminded of how easy it is to make friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes all you got to do is just walk up to somebody and go, hey, how are you? In your most innocent voice. And exactly. You've made a new friend. Want to be my friend? Yeah. Yeah. Kids make it seem so easy, don't they? They really do. I think it's because they're just so accepting. And innocent. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just like anybody is a possible friend. Whereas yeah. I think when you get older, it's kind of more along the lines of anyone is a, a possible embarrassing moment waiting to happen. Mm, it's that cynical lens you were talking about earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh no, what if they don't like me? Oh no. Oh, the fear of rejection. Kids yes. don't have that yet either. Exactly. Yeah. They're just like, why wouldn't they like me? I'm fabulous. I'm originally <laughs> me. Let's be friends because you look fabulous too. Yeah. Oh, the compliments that they can throw out too, right? Yes. You look fabulous. That is totally something a kid would well, say. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> No, no, they would. Maybe not fabulous, but you look great. I like your hair. Yeah, exactly. I don't oh, do that so much as adults. Your G.I. Joes are fun. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> G.I. Joes and your Stretch Armstrongs. <laughs> your Rock'em Sock'em Robots. There you go. This kid's straight from the 70s. <laughs> are you making fun of me in my at childhood? All. Not at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm Holly Taylor. We are talking about some of those lessons we've learned thanks to failure. Uh, when we are younger, sometimes failure can really shape our identity. And we might think, oh, I'm such a failure. I couldn't figure out how to skip rope right away. And then you realize that you are doing double dutch skipping and it's no sweat off your back. Uh, and you learn some important lessons about perseverance, not giving up. We can become such stronger individuals Thanks to failing. So text in 905-338-1250. Producer Mike, any text messages so far? Yeah, we got a text message here from Rob. He says, uh, wasn't really a great student. He failed college a few times, I guess a few different years. But uh, the lesson there was just not to give up, that there's always second chances, and he ended up getting his degree. Amazing. I love that. See, perseverance, not quitting. Uh, That's fantastic. I got another message here. This is from Tina, and she said that, um, sometimes in life, she feels like she is failing. However, other people look at those moments like she is succeeding. And so sometimes we're hard on ourselves. Not something that she has learned about failure. It's not always telling you the truth. I love that. That is a great point. Our perspective on things <laughs> isn't always 2020. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about the favorites. The movies, the TV shows that we just love to rewatch. Um, for me, I have quite a few things I enjoy rewatching. I already had mentioned Sense and Sensibility, but pretty much, I mean, any Hallmark movie that you're watching, it's the same storyline. So I kind of feel like 
you're rewatching things anyway. They just use the same actors with different names. And you know what? I'm here for it. I quite love it. My husband, not so much. Producer Mike, anything that you rewatch shows or movies? Well, yeah, we started off in the beginning of the show talking about Christmas movies, right? Yeah. And you mentioned uh, Charles Dickens. What is it? Um, a Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. Yeah. So there's actually a movie that came out a few years ago. I watched it with my aunt. It's called The Man Who Invented Christmas. It's about uh, Charles Dickens and how he came up with the character of Scrooge. Oh, interesting. It's a really interesting movie. It's a fun watch, and I don't know. I watch it with my aunt every year. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I love that. Okay. good good Christmassy movie. Yeah, we will add that to our list. I know when kids are younger, they always will rewatch some of their favorite shows. Of course. Yeah, so I've got several Barney episodes. Oh, classic. Ingrained in my head. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it reminds me of happier times. Yeah. Like the simple times of when you're a kid and it's just like less things to worry about. Yeah, and less complicated songs to sing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get the repetition not just in the show, but in the music as well. Yep, yep. Oh, my goodness. We got a message here. This is from Laura. She says, I was a huge fan of Little House on the Prairie, and now since I have the box set, I watch it when I'm just looking for a little bit of nostalgia in my life. So there we go. Little House on the Prairie, a classic Absolutely. I remember rushing home to watch the uh, the reruns because, of course, I'm a little bit younger than when it was on for the first time. But, yeah, those shows, um, Happy Days, used to be on, like, a nostalgia time block when I came home from school. So we would watch those, and my mom would be like, oh, I remember watching that episode for the first time. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a place in our hearts and our minds for rewatching our favorites. I'm Holly Taylor. Congratulations to our Christmas with the Clemens ticket winner. Your next chance to win will be tomorrow morning on The Drive with James Curtis. So be listening as that is our final pair of tickets to give away. Now, winning something is definitely a way to, you know, partake in a no-spend day. What are some of the other things that maybe you could do that will not break the bank, will not make you take money out of your pocket? Got a message here from Maria. She says that she loves going for walks this time of year. Um, And so that will be absolutely something that her and her husband do tomorrow. So going for a walk, exploring producer Mike on a no spend Friday tomorrow. Yeah, I like the idea of exploring. Uh, I live downtown Oakville. Mm-hmm. I got the lake right beside me. Ooh, yeah. It's always nice to just walk around down there. It's free entertainment. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, see a swan or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Count the birds. Yeah, yeah. It's peaceful down there. I like it. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. And then listening to the water as it comes against the shore. It's, it's a whole atmosphere with oh, the I white noise. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Kind of makes me want to take a nap right now, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why they got the seagulls out there, too. It keeps you awake. There you go. <laughs> a little interjection of squawking. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you don't fall asleep. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. 905-338-1250. How would you spend a... No spending day. Uh, I'm curious to get all of your ideas. We have one here. This is from Tina. She says, visiting family. Um, I could use the time to be able to hang out with my mom. I don't get to see her that often. So yeah, absolutely. If you've got family or friends that you haven't seen for a while, head to their place, show up. Maybe you've got a plate of baked goods that you did earlier on in the day. And uh, enjoy time spent with people you love. 
Thank you so much for joining us here today on Good Company. I'm Holly Taylor and a wonderful story about time well spent together. The Breakfast Club is what they were nicknamed and it was started by a young man, uh, a sophomore in high school. And he and his buddies went to this diner and they're like, yeah, we're the Breakfast Club. And then after a few Wednesdays of them doing this, he thought, my grandma can make way better food. Plus, I mean, you don't have to pay. It's your grandma. So they moved their breakfast club from the diner to Grandma Peggy's house. Well, the story takes a little bit of a turn as this young man, Sam Crow, was actually um, involved in a hit and run last year and passed away. And that next Wednesday, people just not really knowing what to do. But on that second Wednesday, the boys thought, we got to make sure that Grandma Peggy's doing okay. And so they showed up Wednesday morning and Grandma Peggy was ready for them with the bacon some banter, and just enjoying seeing their bright eyes all together around the table. Continuing that tradition that Sam started. And since then, a year later, the Breakfast Club is still going. Every Wednesday, more kids show up at her house for the Breakfast Club. It's actually grown, and they just check in on her, making sure she's good, and, uh, you know, also making sure the food is good, too.